going on, everybody? Welcome into season six of Eagles Enemies, presented by Underground Sports Philadelphia. It's your boy KB back at it again. Another Eagles season is on the horizon. I know we didn't do anything in the preseason, but that's because the preseason it just doesn't hit the same anymore. So we're officially making Eagles Enemies a regular season show from here on out. It will only be regular season and playoff games, obviously. Just no more preseason. Um, but we're back. The Eagles are on the horizon of a revenge tour, looking to right the wrongs of last year's Super Bowl and come out on top and be the top dogs in the NFL. They're the top dogs in the NFC, so a big target on their back. And what better way to kick off the season than by going up to Foxborough, going up to Gillette to take on Tom Brady returning and getting celebrated and the New England Patriots, which more and more drama just keeps coming out about them. And we will be joined by the one and only, our very own, Underground Sports' very own, and Gillette Gazette's very own, Pat Pitts, to kick off Season 6 of Eagles Enemies. Uh, but before we get into everything, make sure you guys are following us at Underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. It's been a long time since Eagles Enemies happened. We're on TikTok now and threads and be sure to check out our facebook page facebook.com slash underground sports phi you can follow me on twitter at kbizzl311 subscribe to the podcast feed on apple spotify just search underground sports philadelphia that's where this show lives is on the main underground sports philadelphia feed and uh be sure to subscribe to the underground sports philadelphia youtube channel second season of eagles enemies on youtube this year Trying to get to 600 subscribers before September 24th, which is going into week three of the NFL season for the Birds, right before Monday Night Football. Get us there. We're at 543 subscribers as of this recording. Let's make that happen. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel. You're going to get shorts, clips, interviews all season long from your favorite Eagles enemies alongside yours truly. And uh, go get your merch. Because Eagles Enemies brought to you by PHI Apparel Company, the best in the game. There's no doubt in our minds you'll stand out in the crowd. And right now, through the season opener, go to phiapparel.co and any Eagles merch, including our Philly Dog shirt, you get 20% off with code GOBIRDS at checkout. That's code GOBIRDS for 20% off any Eagles merch from our merch partners at PHI Apparel Company. Uh, when you go to phiapparel.co, use code GOBIRDS for 20% off through the season opener, which is September 10th. And without any further ado, let's get into Season 6, Episode 1 of Eagles Enemies with the one and only Pat Pitts. All right, everybody, it's, it's the season opener. The birds are back. Kelly Green is going to be on the horizon this season. Not this week. But the Eagles get to see an old friend as they travel up to Gillette Stadium, where I was this past weekend getting dirty looks from David Andrews as I wore my beautiful Super Bowl 52 Nick Foles jersey to cover the PLL. I am joined by Underground Sports Philadelphia's own and Gillette Gazette's very own Mr. Patty Pitts. What's going on, brother? What's poppin'? It's been a minute. 
been a minute. The captain of all things nonsensical, the champ of the Patriot peeps, and your renaissance man who always thinks he can, is here for Eagles Enemy Week 1. I didn't think, to be honest, I, I don't I haven't, I haven't. think I've been on here as a Patriots. Yeah, I don't person. think the Eagles have played the Patriots since, uh, since you've been part of the company. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, because um, I was on for Lions, my yes. Motor City Kitties. Meow. So... <laughs> This guy. <laughs> I think we have to start this episode with I saw you this past weekend. We did. It was it was a it's nice a long little uh, meeting. Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, but I was a man of the people for the birds. You were not a man of the people in for Gillette Stadium. I'll tell you that. Well, there you was one the security. There was one security uh, guard who did like my uh, my commitment to the bit. Uh, she was very kind, so I, I love her respect and admiration for what I did. I wore my Super Bowl 52 patch jersey, Nick Foles, to Gillette Stadium to cover the PLL. Uh, when I walked into the press conference after the Water Dogs' big win over the Whip Snakes, uh, head coach Andy Copeland said, KB, that's bold. I like it. <laughs> bold is an understatement, for sure. Uh, that was a hell of a move uh I, i'm not gonna lie that that was a pretty fucking bold move good pal joe keegan covers the he's the big stats guy at the pll he said what do the eagles have a game here this week i said they do next week i set the tone early yeah better not better fucking not okay so eagles are coming into town to take on your patriots uh yeah. first time since i think it's been since the super bowl yeah super bowl year Maybe the year after. I remember. So there's a regular season game that the Pats played the Eagles. I was at college for and Brady ran, either caught it or did like a QB sneak to the out, like, and, you know, had his first, you know, receive. I think it was a catch. Now that I'm thinking about it, it was the first Brady reception of my memory. And 2019 against- is the last time we played you guys. So that was November after. 17, 2019. So a couple years after. A couple so years the, after. Yeah. So it was two years after the Super Bowl year. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I was not part Which yet. was not a good year for the Eagles because that was the beginning of the end for Carson Wentz. Oh, Wentz. Could be a New England Patriot before we know it. You better fucking not. Okay, I can't do it. If Well, we already have Matt Corral. It's fine. We have Matt Corral. We don't need Carson Wentz. He's going to go Corral Carson Wentz out from the woods. I Not on this. Not on the leash he's on. <laughs> um, talk to me about the Patriots, Patty Pitts, as uh, David Andrews almost pancaked me, allegedly. Yeah. yeah uh, um, what, what has this offseason been like as – before we even get into the news that came out today from page six, uh, I don't know if you've been made privy to that or not. What news? What? Oh. Sorry, hey. I was slinging fish. Sorry, I got to pay the bill somehow. The, slinging the, pa- fish in the-, the Patriots are, are going into this weekend not um, not in the right mindset, if you will. Uh, as it was reported by page six, I'm going to pull up the article here. I had to make sure I kept an eye on this because it is um, – well, it's 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 not good for for your Patriots because there's some distractions in the building, uh, according to Page Six and the Daily Mail. Patriots coach Bill Belichick and longtime girlfriend Linda Holiday have broken up, which is causing Patriots executives 
to, quote, be on edge per the Daily Mail. The report says that there is concern about what Linda might post about online after the breakup. And the report also says it's been a, quote, drawn out back and forth breakup. Oh, Billy. Oh, Billy's in, in heartbreak. He's in his bag. He's in Heartbreak City right now. He's, He's going to be playing Stacey. Marvin's room, playing some Drake. Cups of that X, though. <laughs> Cups of that X's and O's. Bitches in my old phone. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, Not great. Not great. No. See, this is why you stay single, Kyle. All right. That's why the champ is single right now. Mind focus. So, spin zone. That's what in. Positive Pits does. I would be terrified if I were you. You have Bill Belichick solely focus on one thing, and that is he's clearly not. Fo- he's worrying about what 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 the ex is going to post. Post the executives what? are nervous. But what, like that's what post about what? Maybe maybe Bill Belichick is just like Rex Ryan and likes feet. Oh Jesus! I don't. Oh my! I see. My mind goes like deep, dark secrets of the because the Patriots execs are worried. Maybe she's going to. But like, what is? Maybe what is she telling? has the only living copies of Spygate. Maybe she posts the video. There's no way. They're no. nervous if if they're on edge. Dude, I just. Ugh. Maybe she has the deflated footballs. There's no. There's what no if she has? I can't. All I, the secrets. I'm... What if she stole the Declaration of Independence instead of Nicolas Cage? Well, I mean, this is what I'm. I just don't. I don't get, man. Like, you're shaking you're gonna, in your boots now. I'm, dude. I'm not shaking. In, <laughs> it's just I'm not shaking in my boots. Don't you dare put words in my mouth. There's just so many thoughts hitting me right now because this is just complete news to me, and. As it's, as the Kelsey brothers would say on New Heights, a, new news. Dude, it could be an assortment of things. It could be an absolute assortment of things. It could be that we get a Bill Belichick dick pic. Imagine, <laughs> imagine that's what she just posts. It's that just would link to really an ruffle, fans. dude. That that would ruffle some feathers. I just see, or it could be the secret thing. Like that's why, in my mind, so what? Move on. Like I. Bill Belichick is he's Bill Belichick for a reason. He's not I don't know. I just wow. I I didn't know they broke up. That's so sad too. Tough Damn, way everybody. to start the tough way to start. It's the also year. very brutal day to announce it. I don't know. Start of week one, you're gonna announce tough. the breakup. Tough. Like what not great. This is Bob. all weird. Not timing. great, Bob. This is all just weird. That's that's my oh, all right. You want one word reaction? What is it? It's weird. It's very it's so weird. weird. All. It's, it's so weird. <laughs> Talk to me about the Patriots, though. Yeah. Uh, obviously, so you host the July Gazette podcast for Stadium Rant, so you're tapped in, you know, all year long with this team. Um, what What has this offseason been like that has been similar and different uh, when it comes to the Patriots? Similar in the sense that it's business as usual that when training camp starts, the Patriots fever definitely hits a little bit harder in Massachusetts, New England in general. So that's been pretty nice to have that be regular. The difference and the big difference to me, I think I talked about this last night on the Gillette Gazette, what is that 
all yeah, there's a lot of hype with the players and whatnot, but it's coaching. It's heavy discussions about the coaching and stuff that's just not on the field with Bill O'Brien. And the difference there, it, there's never been any question marks with coaching. I mean, other than the offensive line, but every team has offensive line issues at some point. It's never been so much of a focus. So that's been a little new for me, having to kind of tune that out to get to the actual facts that I need to know about this team. So that that's the only difference I would say, but like, I mean, it's just been a, a it's weird. It's another weird off season with how much focus has been on uh, the coaching. Speaking of the coaching, Matt Patricia now joining the Eagles as a good, I don't even know what the, particular role is uh he and Darius Slay clapped up each other in practice so they're on good terms oh, good. um but we're bringing the rocket scientist into the building from your good experiences which obviously come pre-Super Bowl 52 um talk to me about Matt Patricia as a coach and obviously you have other <laughs> experiences with him being your Lions fandom as well. Yeah, um, dude, but like... just talk to me about Matt Patricia, even though he's not like a major role-playing coach per se, he's just part of the staff. Yeah. Um, what kind of secrets could the rocket scientist have about this Patriots team? Off the other bat, knowing he... how to run an offense. <laughs> well, don't expect that. Cause he doesn't know that. Um, the biggest difference or the big thing, uh, that he brings is just the defensive mind. He coached under Belichick for how many years, won a Super Bowl, whatnot. So the man knows how to run a defense. The problem is that this at this stage of his career, you had the same words that I did for the past two or three years that he was on staff. You don't know what his role is. You never know what his role is. So that's a little bit nervous, uh, a little weary to me, just on any front. I, I it's, Patricia's just... It, he doesn't bring anything to the table if you don't know his role, but if he's going to be a, an advocate or helping coach in the defense, then he's an asset in some way, shape, or form. I'm going to uh, pull up his official role via the Eagles website here because um, I think he is listed now. He is oh, the senior, he's the senior defensive assistant. Okay, so he's definitely going to help with preparing for this week but i mean he's more just like a, a what's the word i'm looking for like a um a liaison if you will liaison but they uh, i'm trying to think of the word for it like they oversee like kind of I, my mind goes like borders like, like overseer advisor thank you like he's he just he's just gonna tell them give advice on what to do with the bigger picture stuff on defense that's all I see him doing, and mm. in that case, he will eventually benefit you, you guys, at some point. And I do think him coming in is a just rehabilitation of his image as a defensive-minded coach uh, in the NFL to help him get a defensive coordinator job, a head coaching job again, like that type of thing. We've seen that time and time again with the Eagles. We saw last year in the Super Bowl, Vic Fangio. He's now defensive coordinator for the Dolphins. So, like, yeah. we've seen the Eagles do this in the past with high-profile name coaches. So, I think this is just a way to help Matt Patricia, like, get his career back on yeah, track after having to look. be an offensive coordinator last year. 
Yeah, dude. That the dog days are over. Dog um, days are over. The Patriots <clears throat> signed Jalen Rager this offseason. How excited are you for the Jalen Rager? You were just hitting me with the worst fucking news ever. Like, first Belichick breaks up with Linda. Then you're reminding me that Jalen Rager is just dropping Rager bombs in Gillette now. For some reason, I don't know why we signed him. I would honestly rather have uh, Pop Douglas, the new guy, Demario Douglas, and Kayshawn Booty over him. I If he's on the practice squad, booty, 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 booty rocking everywhere. I just don't want to see Jalen Rager suit up because it's another Nikhil Harry. Like let's 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 face it. Both our favorite teams effed up pretty bad with drafting a wide receiver. And one GM learned from it and the other didn't. No, yeah. Well, with this year's we still have this year. Maybe we just got a little bit more value. Like what we rebounded like, earlier. <laughs> exactly. One year but, later our, our our receiver fix uh is now team captain. Shout out Smitty. Good for him. Good for him. I didn't know that. The there are a lot of Eagles connections, whether they're former player or players that they've played against in the past on this Patriots team. I still love my boy the Green Goblin. Miss oh. him dearly. Um but the big signing for the Patriots this offseason seems to have been uh Ezekiel Elliott. My guy. I, I, I'm 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 in. I'm I can't in. wait for Jalen Carter to devour him like he's a bowl of cereal. I don't understand the need for Ezekiel Elliott on this team. Talk to me what you're thinking Ezekiel Elliott is bringing to the table because I think Ramondre Stevenson is a very good running back. He is. He's a very good running back, an RB1, honestly. But you need to give him a break. He, he can't be the entire offense like he was last year. You, you saw Patricia low-key, not even low-key, high-key run him into the ground after 2022. So you need to have someone to be a nice little second piece, you know, two-headed monster in the backfield. And why not give it to a guy like Zeke who just needs an opportunity to get a bag somewhere else? The Patriots are not looking to sign Zeke after this for another three, four years. This is a dumber down version of what they did with Randy Moss. You know, just give him that opportunity to shine and then he will be a key piece, I think. I mean, the dude had a down year and still had 800 yards. You know, never forget when he lined up at center, though. We don't need him to do that. We don't need him. We don't need him to do that. So uh, that can stay in Jerry that world. That's his last play as a cowboy. Just getting pancaked. Yeah, it is. So it good. is poetic justice. So good. I don't. We don't need him to. We need him to line up right next to Mac Ten and run the ball up the gut. Because that's where let's. He's that's a little bit of a uh, yin and yang with him and Ramondre. He's a little bit more elusive, I would say. I would say a little bit quicker on his feet than Ramondre, more of an elusive back because Ramondre is more like when I think of them as like a Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt type of two-headed monster in the backfield. So I, I like the signing uh, a lot. I feel like the other 
big signing this offseason. He's a redundant signing. To go get Mike Kosecki when you have Hunter Henry already on the roster is like, here, let me – you can copy my homework, just change change it up a little bit. That's what Mike Kosecki and Hunter Henry are. Uh, I mean, it's worked in the past. Remember a guy named Aaron Hernandez who was playing right next to Rob Gronkowski and what they were doing in that offense? So they're, yeah, they're getting but, that. And that was the Bill O'Brien years too. But the difference is, uh, obviously, Aaron Hernandez, deplorable human. Um, yes, yeah. When he was in the NFL, he could block. Gusecki yeah. can't block. But he's more of he plays more like a Hunter Henry than Johnny Smith did, which makes him fit into O'Brien's offense a lot better. And they can do a lot. And they, they, here's the thing, and I kind of just kind of hit me: the Patriots were deplorable in the red zone last year, just awful. They could not put the ball in the end zone. Putting two tight end, doing more two tight end sets, gives you that opportunity to actually have a better chance in the red zone and possession catches third and four going short passes and caring about more gaining yards, gaining first downs that lead to touchdowns rather than going for that big play. And that's what the Patriots have been doing since I've been watching. So to me, to see Gusecki come in it, to a lot of people, it feels redundant and why would they do that? But you need to have one on both sides and it just benefits the offense a lot and plays more to max strengths too. How frustrating is it going to be when this Eagles front seven is demolishing your offensive line? And yeah, Matt one, Jones on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So how one scared thing, are you no, for that matchup? There was there was a topic bar that I wrote last night that said, "Are you nervous?" All three of us said yes. I mean, I yeah, all three of us said yes because one, of the offensive line. Two, the Eagles D line's coming for you. Dude, they, three, they four. Linebacker's gonna shut the door. There you go. You got there. There it is. I it, dude, this offensive line has a lot of cracks in it. A it's lot pretty strange. Of yeah, we we need the doctor to come here <laughs> and fix it because that's the only strange I know who can fix this offensive line right now. Uh, I every year the Patriots have some sort of offensive line issue. If Trent Brown can just stop bear hugging people. Then I think we're going to be good. That's, good luck against that, this D line. That dude, they're so fast to try to get around him. He that I did predict this last or say this last night was that if the Patriots can limit their undisciplined penalties, like holding calls, like unnecessary roughness, you know, little shit like that that they struggled with last year, if they can control that, it, it could be a very close game. I, I could see it being a closer game than people think. So, I mean, Hassan Reddick, Nicobe Dean, Nolan Smith, Jordan Davis, Jalen Carter, Josh Sweat, Fletcher Cox, Milton Williams, Brandon Graham. Okay, yeah, that's that's someone I should. Yeah, dude, it's terrifying to, to see That's all coming at you. Out. To then open up the secondary that features your good pal, Big Play Slay. 
James Bradbury coming off an all pro season last year. Avante Maddox, Ed Reed Blankenship. I mean, no, it's no, you're, that's a very talented defense. I absolutely one of the best in the league, but the Patriots are a new look team. There's a lot more, I would say talent uh, uh, with their receiving core. So, it's going to be a different look. And the thing is, Mac is someone who is guiding him in the right direction. He has someone who actually knows how to run an offense this year. It's going to go back to pretty essentially the same uh, of his rookie year. I see a lot of similarities with his rookie year compared to last year that we're going to see that Mac Jones, that Pro Bowl caliber type of quarterback who can make plays, and yeah, he may throw an interception to big play slay, but he's going to bounce back and throw one right past him for a score. It's it's not everyone. I know that the the D scares every Patriots fan, but they're going to find a way. They're going to find like they there are holes that you can exploit. Belichick knows how to find them. I I'm not too concerned in that regard. He is going to get hit though. Um, so that's what I'm kind of nervous about is how much damage he is going to take in week one, especially. Is this a make or break year for Mac Jones in your opinion? I know you're a Mac Jones truther. I know you've been in the Mac Jones hive since day one. Is this a make or break year for him? Like if he doesn't progress in a way that is like justifiable to prove that like, Hey, he's the franchise quarterback like and make those strides forward is it time to start hitting the panic button and start looking for quarterbacks elsewhere be real with if, yourself take take no the, I, I really take am the, take the blinders off for just a minute because i'm genuinely curious i'm not gonna slam the panic button by any means but the one thought that is reoccurring in my head is that he'll he would have had three offensive coordinators in three years. Do you know what another quarterback who has had that much turnover in his young career already? Baker Mayfield. So he starts flirting with that territory, which I I'm in the boat where you give him another year. I wouldn't I would listen to trade offers. If he does start not performing, but I just don't see it happen. I don't see that much of a drop off happening to the point where it's going to be an issue. If anything, I feel of a lot of the a lot of the negativity will go in Bill's direction, in Belichick's direction, rather than Mac Jones. So that kind of works out in his favor. Interesting. So if the Patriots have a bad year, 100% Belichick is on the hot seat, which is awful to hear as the champ of the Patriot peeps. But it's true. I mean, be on his way to the PLL. Dude, his son, his son was already scouting it out. He might be going with him. I don't, it just, I, I don't put a lot of the blame on the Patriots' failures on Mac Jones, you you're only as good as the people who guide you. Uh, I'm a big believer in that. 
And if Mac Jones is in his third year in the NFL, it's not like it's, you know, a Rogers or I'm trying to think of another, but like Kirk cousins, who's been around a little bit, like veteran guys who've just been around. It's all like that. This is a man who's trying to just get his feet wet and cemented into the league so that he can be somebody, you know, I, I don't, and if to put him in the position of having Josh McDaniels, he's fired, then basically insert any football mind as his offensive coordinator in year two. And then you have Bill O'Brien, his former coach in Alabama. If that doesn't work out, well, then he still has that little weird gray area. Where it's like, well, it's a, the, the blame goes to Belichick more than Mac. I would just listen to trade offers. That's all you can do, and then just jump on the one that blows your mind, I think. Kind of reminds me, though, a little bit with the Eagles and how they jumped the gun on it. Carson Wentz was slowly, like, descending in his talents and everything. Eagles go and draft Jalen Hurts. Everyone was like, what are you doing? And then it's like, oh, we have a competent, like, backup quarterback and a, a fail safe if anything goes wrong and clearly things went wrong and now we have our franchise quarterback would you want the Patriots to to go and find a young quarterback uh I if the opportunity presented itself I don't want them going to search for it uh you know I don't want them trying to go get Caleb Williams or something like that like it, is that because he said he wants to win eight Super Bowls maybe Maybe, you know, might be a little bit of it. Now, I, I just don't want them to give up on Mac just because how Mac fits the Patriots organization so well, not only with his play, but how he carries himself off the field, which is huge. Like the fact that this man was a rookie and had 10 year vets talking about his maturity, you cannot find that type of player in the NFL in any draft just willy-nilly like that you know that's a special guy and to just give up on him after you've kind of treated him like shit for the past three years that's on you i i just i that's on you switching from the patriots offense to the patriots defense facing if he didn't get hurt what should have been the mvp of the nfl jalen hurts i will facing Swole Batman, Skinny Batman, Fast Batman, Fast Batman 2.0, and Olamide Zacchaeus. Uh, your boy DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny, Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell, Dallas Goddard, Albert O. Eagles traded you for Albert O. Who traded for him? Yeah. I mean, how terrifying... More or less is the Eagles' offense versus the Patriots' defense than the Eagles' defense versus the Patriots' offense. I the Eagles' defense against the Patriots' offense is way more terrifying. The Patriots have a top three, if not best defense in the NFL. Quote me on that. Patriots' defense is the reason that they won eight games last season. Honestly, they they're so good with their line right now. Matthew Don, future defensive player of the year. And Barrymore's doing is coming into his own. Keon White is my guy to watch in this game because he is just an absolute monster. 
that is made or was drafted on this team to be a force up the middle. I that line is scary. And then you have him. He is him, Christian Gonzalez, proving himself in, in the secondary. I think he I think he's gonna be special this year. And what I've seen already in training camp, he's not gonna completely shut down the Batmans, but he's going to impress a lot of people on Sunday. You also got to remember on this Eagles offense, they have the best offensive line in football. Jason Kelsey's back. Lane Johnson's back. Jordan Mailata. Uh, you know, the only non-returning piece is Isaac Samalo. He signed with the, with the Steelers in free agency. But Howie Roseman is just good like that and is able to go and get guys and replace them years before we're ready to lose them. Cam Jurgens in the mix now. Landon Dickerson, obviously, back on the O-line. I think if the Patriots want to have any shot, they're going to have to be disruptive in the trenches. Going up against the best offensive line in football is a tall task. And how scared of the 92% of the time it works every time play are you? Because right now the Eagles don't have a punter on their active roster. So we're going for it. Do you really not? Yeah, our punter's on the practice squad. That's a big brain move. I don't know. That's a very big brain move. Everybody's heard of the no RB strategy in fantasy football. We're going no punt strategy. Pat McAfee has for the brand. The Eagles are saying fuck the brand. They really are saying fucking brand, honestly, with that statement. I'm not I'm I'm not as concerned as a lot of Patriots fans are, I would say. You know, it's, there's a lot of worry with that offense, especially with the defense. Um I I don't see it really being that like crazy of a a flop or whatever. I can't think of the word. Um I just think that it's going to be a lot closer of a matchup than people think. That defense is good. Dietrich Wise, I forgot to mention him. He's coming off the other side. That secondary is very underrated. Kyle Duggar is the man that you should be watching out for. I call him my X Factor. This man the can be second everywhere. second most famous uh, graduate of Lenore Ryan behind Tom Segura. <laughs> they went to the same no way. I didn't know that. Yeah, That's Tom hilarious. on on two bears no two bears one cave a couple weeks ago he was wearing because Lenore Ryan won the Division two national championship for lacrosse this year and hey. he was wearing the shirt and uh, Bert goes who's the most famous alumni from the school and he goes uh me <laughs> <laughs> and then they were sifting through it and he was like probably next up's Kyle Duggar plays in the NFL <laughs> okay That's funny. Uh me. Drop that line. I, I'm dude, I'm a huge Kyle Duggar fan. He's all over the field. He can be disruptive in the run game too and be a help there. That's like it's little pieces like that that throw that can throw an offense off. And Belichick is so good at game planning for that. Yeah, hundred percent. Um I mean I'm intrigued by the coaching matchup, obviously. Eagles have two new coordinators. Bill O'Brien's obviously been in the building before, but he's new to this iteration of the Patriots and yeah. getting his feet back under him in the NFL landscape uh, should be interesting. 
I'm just intrigued to see the different looks the Eagles will have this year. It felt like outside of last year, like things were just very like cookie cutter and getting guys used to the positions they were in. And then last year was like, oh, we have these playmakers. Let's utilize their strengths. Shane Steichen now head coach of the Colts. Uh, Brian Johnson now the offensive coordinator who was our quarterback's coach. has been with Jalen Hurts since he was in high school. So I was totally fine with that as the oh, replacement, yeah, obviously. Um I'm just intrigued. Uh, the Eagles offense, like the passing game is going to be there. Like Jalen Hurts is probably going to throw for like 30 plus touchdowns this year. Continue to, to be an absolute dog. Um, the run game for the Eagles is what is going to be very exciting because it's very different than what it's been uh, from what it was in the Miles Sanders era, where it was Miles Sanders was kind of your bell cow. And then you had the complimentary pieces of Kenneth Gainwell, Boston Scott, you know, those guys. Now it's it's a whole collective. It's DeAndre Swift, it's Rashad Penny, it's Boston Scott, and it's Kenneth Gainwell, who all do very different things at the running back position. Which running back, if you had to pick, is the most terrifying for the Patriots' defensive line to kind of maneuver and, and stop, and which one do you feel most confident in stopping? I feel very confident in Rashad Penny stopping. To me, he he is not as elusive as DeAndre Swift. I feel like he's very swifty. Nice play on his name. You know, he is quick and can do both run, pass, or catch. I mean, so that is, I would say, my sorry, my biggest worry there. But I, I. Rashad Penny gives me no worries. It's DeAndre Swift that I could be a little afraid of. Him breaking off to the outside for like a 25, 30-yard run is something that the Patriots are known for giving up uh, to guys like that. I I could see him being more of a threat than any of the other three. Yeah, I think DeAndre Swift behind this offensive line is going to be very, very fun, and I think this offensive line protecting Rashad Penny is going to keep him healthier than what he's been in years past. Um, And I'm also excited for like Kenneth Gainwell to take another step forward as, as a predominant back in this offense. Um, You know, you, you brought up one of the matchups you're looking for. What's another matchup you're kind of excited about in this one, whether it's positionally player versus player, what's, what's a matchup you're looking forward to watching on Sunday? I'm very excited to see Christian Gonzalez versus the. I I don't know who he would be covering at this point, either Smith or AJ Brown. I want to see him go up against a talent like that in the league right off the bat. So you have a nice baseline of expectations. It's we've seen a lot already when training camp, all the hype and oh look at him do this and that. But now he's going up against a legit threat in an offense in his first game in the NFL. Um, that is what I'll be watching out for most because the Eagles, I would say, have one, if top three receiving core in the NFL, to have your first game be against that, it's gonna tell. It's gonna tell us something. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to just Jalen Hurts. 
continuing to prove the haters wrong because for whatever reason there's still Jalen Hurts hate out there after last year. Um, you know, the the ringer put their quarterback rankings out there and somehow uh Matthew Stafford is ranked ahead of Jalen Hurts. Riddle me that Batman, all pun intended. That makes no sense to me at all. Matthew Stafford is a corpse of himself. Um, yeah, where, what, what, what number? What it's number even more this? disrespectful because uh, Jalen Hurts in the image on the article was still wearing number two and not number one. So clearly shows that uh, they don't care. They're writer not, from they're... the Ringer doesn't watch the games, even though in their Twitter bio it says watch the games. Wait, I'm confused. What, what number was was the, what? This is mind boggling. Pull it up here. Let me see. Yeah, it, it was very disrespectful. Like the Jalen Hurts hate still out there, even though he is the coolest quarterback. Uh, He's pretty cool. I, I got to give you that. He is pretty cool. I, I just want to be kind of like a, a middleman to to this because I'm. I understand maybe not putting him in your top five or three. Even though like, it's disrespectful, it is. But there are people out there who just don't get it. Okay, so but. Matthew Stafford's not in the top 10, so I'm just like, what? He's not in the top 20. <laughs> right now, I don't think he is. Like, uh, it was an article from Steven Ruiz from The Ringer uh, where he has Matthew Stafford ranked number 9 and Jalen Hurts number 10. Okay, this is, that's bananas. Okay, that's more about – what? that's just – that's nonsense. Dude, that is just utter nonsense. Disrespectful. Garbage. Basura. Yep. Um, another matchup I'm looking forward to is uh, just the Eagles defensive backs putting the clamps on these Patriots wide receivers. Do you believe the hype about Juju's knee? I didn't even know there was hype about his knee. Oh, all right. Well, riddle this me is... this, Batman. Riddle, or should I say Batman? There you go. Uh apparently a nice little rumor floated around the other day in pages twitter uh saying that juju smith schuster's knee is about to explode it's that bad like all this stuff juju was asked about it in a press conference juju said never that's completely false like pretty much just shut down the rumor because it came from no one in his camp it was just a Something that someone saw they saw online and just ran with. And Juju Smith is like, no, that is completely false. My knee's fine. He's been playing in games. I don't know. I guess we'll see on Sunday. I if I if, okay. I I I've I usually do this where I put my foot in my mouth. And if I just put my foot in my mouth and all of a sudden Juju just goes down with an injury, I I think I'm gonna have to I'm going to have to corpse just fetal position. We can't have that happen because honestly, I didn't like the Juju signing at first, but it's growing on me. He's never been a one. He doesn't need to be a one in this offense. He's been a fantastic two. I think he was the one in that. Well, I that's the thing. Kelsey was the one affair. I'll give you that. So, yeah, he's going to be like a one, but then he's essentially a two. And when he was in Pittsburgh, it was A, B, and him. That's when he crushed it. He's going to be the two on this team. 
Kendrick Bourne is going to be the guy. Jesus Christ. He's the wide receiver one of the team. He has 1,000 yards this year, hands down. I, I, I legitimately believe Kendrick Bourne is going to be miles, miles ahead of anyone on the team for wide receiver yards. Maybe not touchdowns. I could see Juju or Devontae Parker taking that one. But, dude, that's the Kendrick Bourne is elusive. He's He reminds me of a, an Edelman quick slot guy. What is it with the, the Patriots signing former Dolphins playmakers? That is so wait. Gasecki? Gasecki. Devontae Parker. Oh, Devontae Parker. Wes Welker. Oh, I mean, that's the OG. That he he found the first diamond and kept digging. That's what Dan- that's what he did. Danny Amendola. Danny Amendola was a dolphin? I'm 90% sure. I don't think he was he was a Ram. I know he was a Ram. He was also an Eagle. That I didn't know. I just remember Amendola on the on the Rams before, and he couldn't stay healthy, and then came to England and was healthy. Yep, Danny Amendola was a, a Dolphin. Interesting. Before he went to Detroit, I do remember him in Detroit. Yeah, he was a I Ram. Then that. he was a Patriot. Then he was a Dolphin, Lion, and then went back to the Patriots. Yeah, he had one loss. I think like. Yeah, the Eagles signed him as an undrafted free agent. The Rams picked him up off our practice squad. Could have been. What could have been? That's a nice what if. That's Danny Amendola, now the assistant returners coach for Josh McDaniels in the Las Vegas Raiders. That's a team I, I Where can't all stand former up. Patriots go to die. <laughs> it's like the, you know, like it felt like for a while the Red Sox, every former Red Sox was just going to Oakland. Mm-hmm. Jed Lowry, there's another one I can't think of his name. Now it's the Dodgers. Now it's Dodgers, but the Patriots, everyone's going to the Raiders. Josh McDaniels, yeah. Brady just owns the team now. Garoppolo. Jimmy GQ. I it's, I can't stay. I, I, I don't even know who else is on that Raiders. I hate McDaniels as a head coach. I just don't think he's a good head coach. He's an incredible offensive coordinator, which sometimes you just got to hey, stay in your lane. Antonio Brown went to the Raiders. Former Patriot. What could have been? Dude, that was it, I Oh, Chandler I Jones. Apparently Chandler Jones does not want to be in Las Vegas. Yeah, I saw some of that. He does not want to be there. Bring him back. Let's Brandon get him. Bolden. Wasn't Brandon Bolden a Patriot? He was. He was my mortal enemy. I can't stand Brandon Bolden. Good, that's where he belongs. Trash uh, organization now. Look what it's evolved, like devolved to. Brian Hoyer. I'm, I can't. I, I have nothing to. I have nothing serious to say about Brian Hoyer. Uh, Jacoby Myers. Now a Raider. He gave them a goddamn win last year. The most absurd play in NFL history. Hunter Renfro, the most Patriot player to never play for the Patriots. He is the most Patriot player. That we've never had, and it actually breaks my heart a little bit that we do not have Hunter Renfro. He would be perfect in this offense. I would trade legitimately. I would trade Devonta Parker in like a fourth for Hunter Renfro right now. We trade but Renfro bold. for <laughs> <laughs> a, a fourth dick, and a slap dick, slap prospect. dick prospect. 
That's an all-time one. Oh, That's an all-time. So good. That's so good. Um, looking at just the game itself, uh, gonna try to incorporate this a little bit here and there. Uh, Eagles are minus four going into this one. Uh, money line minus one eighty plus one seventy six on the Patriots side of things. Slam money line over under forty five. Under. I, I, this is nothing to do with the Eagles and Patriots game specifically. I'm just someone who believes that the first few weeks of the NFL season, it's going to be more unders than overs. You know, there's going to be a lot of mistakes on the field. There's going to be a lot of turnovers and just bad play. Bad play does not lead to points. So, I mean, you could still have, I, I, you could see this game still being 20, it'll be 21 7, it'd be 38, and it would be under. And that's still high scoring to some measure. So, you know, in I just. The last five meetings between slam these teams, the money line, though. Uh, excluding the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, so in 2019, the under 45 hit, the Patriots won 17 to 10. Um, in 2015, the last Chip Kelly year. The Eagles went up to Foxborough and stunned the Patriots 35 to 28. Um, in 2011, Patriots won 38 to 20. And in 2007, the Patriots won 31 28. And then in 2003, uh, which is the, the last non Super Bowl matchup, the Patriots won 31 to 10. So it kind of hovers around that 45 line. And then also when it goes over, it goes over. Oh yeah. There's that's some astronomical numbers. Also pay. Those were Tom Brady Patriots. Those were Tom Brady Patriots. Uh, this is a Mac Jones Patriots team. Not that I, I don't see Mac ever get into that or putting up 35 points, but this, as I alluded to already, this is week one. Teams are still figuring themselves out. It's going to be a lot of sloppy play. 28 points max for one team. You always, you know, as we do on this show now, we end with a fun, uh, quirky question for the guest and the team. But before I do that, uh, I found the new Patriots jersey that you need to acquire based on a very hilarious clip of you running through the streets of Boston. There's so excited. A, there's a certain defensive back who is a rookie on your team this year who wears number 28. His name that would be on the back of the jersey is Speed. Amir Speed. Look at the speed. Look at the speed. I would, dude. I. You need to get an Amir Speed jersey. Dude, there was a Pitts. There was a Pitts that was on the Patriots roster. And then they got him. Tough. So close. You need to get an Amir Speed jersey. I was, I, I, I'd do that. That's hilarious. The jersey I want though is ninety nine. Ninety nine. You, you recreate it, and somebody just films run. behind you. Just, just, look at the speed. <laughs> look at just me running, running at it, running everywhere. I'm so just excited. Running everywhere. So much speed. Um. I have two two fun questions for you. Nice. Number one, 
Which Patriots player would you want to play Mario Kart with on the new big screen? Which we got to see in person this past weekend at PLL quarter. That was dude, that thing is massive. It's huge. <laughs> it's so big. Huge. I am picking Juju. Okay. I You'd probably oh, beat him. Nah, it's probably... No, no, no. No, no, no. It's it's Judon. I that's <laughs> okay. my guy. Matt Judon is my guy. I I feel like him and I would have such a good time playing. Mario say you Kart. could beat Juju because he's probably trying to film himself on TikTok playing Mario Kart. On I the want screen. someone who's in. I want someone who's locked in as I am. And Judon and I would get along so well. He's got a bubbly personality. I am Mister Bubbly Personality. We're great. The second fun question is: Which Patriots player do you think, if they went back in time, would be part of the Boston Tea Party? This is a this is a good question. <laughs> David Andrews, that beard, <laughs> dude. I just picture him as he like, takes me into the Boston Harbor. <laughs> dude, I'm just picturing him in those like old colonial vests with like those uh like wrist collar things here and he's just like they're puffy and he's just yelling about taxation without being represented no taxation without representation (laughs) him just eating boxes of tea like it's nothing and then having a couple pints at the old tavern the old watering hole down on Lansdowne I dude I I think I just like kind of that would be perfect him now you got me thinking him for sure mac no i couldn't see mac he's too clean cut he'd definitely be part of the red coats um dude look he just screams royalty like look at mac jones he's all clean cut no beard ah yeah those are my that's david andrews that'd be awesome i need it Maybe like July 4th, he just like, he recreates something. I don't know. Hey, we ever have a, an underground beer Olympics. <laughs> David Andrews would definitely be my one-on-one <laughs> on that team. Hands down. David Andrews, is my one-on-one there. You bring David Andrews. I bring Lane Johnson. Dude, we would have. Okay. If you, if you bring both of them, then I'll bring, um, I'll bring Cole strange. Cole Strange, David Andrews versus Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson in a beer Olympics would be absolutely absurd. <laughs> that just, that's... I think <laughs> We need that to happen for this year. Like, imagine them four playing just drinking games. Like, Flip Cup. They would go crazy Flip Cup. Jason I'm, Kelsey is a menace with the beer games because he has his charity event down in Sea Isle every year and... Put my old pal James Seltzer to shame this summer. <laughs> Chugged a beer in like a half a second. That thing was eliminated. That's incredible. And that's it was like a awesome. it was like a pitcher just gone. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I can't do that. That's awesome. That is hilarious. Uh, Patty Pitts, let everybody know where they can check out the Gillette Gazette uh, that you do with Stadium Rant covering the Patriots, and then obviously you can catch Pat Pitts. Pretty much every Sunday into Monday show on Underground Sports Philadelphia this football season. We're going to have some fun. Pitts has become a very fun character on the main pod. 
Uh, a fun character, period. Don't you forget it. So <laughs> stay tuned for him uh, very much this football season on Underground Sports Philadelphia. But tell everybody about the Gillette Gazette and everything you're doing with Stadium Ring. Yeah, Gillette Gazette. Every week we're actually switching uh, to Mondays and Wednesdays, it seems, or Fridays, Mondays and Fridays over on Stadium Rant, 7 p.m. Uh, Stadium Rant YouTube channel, Stadium Rant HQ, if you want to look it up. Uh, and then follow Stadium Rant on Twitter at Stadium Rant. And you can follow me on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts for all Patriots content, wrestling content as well. Because, uh, Kyle, you know I take no nights off between the Patriots and wrestling. Uh, I take no nights off. So join me and uh, follow, follow me. And then uh, I do TikToks as well for Stadium Rant HQ, uh, the Champs Conference, which will be a recurring thing uh, this upcoming season. So a lot of stuff. Power rankings coming back to the pod too. So Oh, we got power rankings coming back. Let's go. And uh, – <laughs> You can watch me stream too on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash nonsense sports network. I got my own Patriots team that I created, the militia, uh, who I take over the team and see if I do a better job than Belichick. I have a good friend of the Eagles on the team, good old Micah Parsons, who Loki wants to be an he Eagle. He wants to be an Eagle so bad. So bad. So we we got him one step closer. Everybody would Michael Parsons tweeted that he's going to win a Super Bowl. Uh, everyone in Philadelphia quote tweeted and said, this is a formal trade request. <laughs> that's incredible. Eagles oh, Patriots is going to be a blast. Uh, 425 PM kickoff on the old CBS machine. We got Tony Romo in the booth with us this weekend. Um, it's going to be fun. Make sure you're following us at underground PHI on all of the socials. Follow Pitsy, follow myself, uh be sure to subscribe to the podcast feed subscribe to the youtube channel youtube.com slash at underground sports philadelphia and we'll be back sooner than you think because the eagles home opener is thursday night football as good pal arif hassan from pro football network will be joining me to talk eagles vikings for the home opener but until then let's go spoil brady's return to gillette Hopefully Nick Foles comes out and forces Tom to give him a handshake. But until then, this has been another edition of Eagles Enemies presented by Underground Sports Philadelphia. And as we always say, go Birds! Go Birds!